0: that's right chin check baby it's friday so hey we're doing our last little stint of the week and um yeah as we've started to do we're taking a look at the news and the weigh-ins, right? So we got a little bit to talk about. Now there's not, it's not one of those insane weeks news-wise, but there is always something going on, right? Always something going on. So uh, yeah, let's get into it, people. Okay, so. Man, they, they I feel this comes up all the time, right? Comes up all the time And it's one of those, it's just one of those stupid questions That I, I just never understand why I never understand why people just keep going with them Because you know what the answer is Right? you know what's gonna get said you know there, there, there's no yeah there's no qualms about it right so you know Bellator 244 right so before that was taking place Ryan Bader was saying that you know with John Jones moving up to light to heavyweight that Bellator now Have probably got the best lightweights. And for for the best lightweight in the world, it will be between him and Vadim Nemkov. Right? That that's what every you know, that's what he was saying. And everyone was just decided to run with it. Even though it didn't really make any sense. (laughs) It just didn't really make any sense. If you wanna be real. Right, if you wanna be real, come on people. Right? And after the fight, right, and I think even then, like he was saying, Hey, yeah, 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 I'm down to fight any of the UFC guys. Yeah, yeah, I'll beat them, I'll beat them. Didn't go well for Vader that night. Didn't go well for him at all. Um and you know, afterwards, like I think Coker had said that, you know, he's down for some co co promoted events, which ah just stop it, just stop it, and um, Petitry Pitbull, Petitry Pitbull, he also was like oh yeah, I am I am down for fighting. Any of the UFC dudes, any of the UFC dudes, I will kill them. (laughs) I mean, that's what he's saying. Offering, um, you know, Dana a million. I think it was a million, which is just like, oh, come on, let's not do that shit. You know what I mean? Let's not do that shit. It's a little silly It's a little silly You know And and especially So this is the crazy thing right He he fought You know because Bellator do the Cross promotion with Ryzen Which always It never really Goes well Because they always say Right these people are fighting And then at some point those fights Change <laughs> So you never usually get the original fights, you know. Everything gets moved around, and different people fight. And, uh, but yeah, Patrici, you know, he went in for that. Um, or it might have been his brother. I figure. you know it's very different. It's like when you when they've got virtually the same name. I don't know why parents do that. It's very irritating, but yeah, he he lost. In the final, there, right? But, um, but yeah, so he's saying, you know, he wants to fight some UFC guys. It's offering Dana a million, which is just a stupid thing, right? Everyone knows what the situation is. The UFC did a deal with Pride, Pride reneged, right? Like Pride went shitty on the deal. So, UFC were just like, you know what? Fuck doing that again Fuck doing that again And, and also It doesn't benefit them Right, it doesn't bet If Bellator were bigger Right, if Bellator were bigger If it was like back in the day With UFC and Pride When a lot of people were like Pride is better, Pride is better You know, if it was that like that it would, you know, it would be a better situation, right? But it's not. Bellator are not looked at the same as as what Pride were. So the only people this sort of thing would benefit is Bellator, right? But, yeah, Dana has always said he's never doing that shit again. So... The The fact that people keep on throwing this out, right, it, I don't know why people just keep trying to keep the story alive Because it's a non-starter, it, it's like when, you know, people win a fight and they call out Conor McGregor like never gonna happen. And especially when you know you've made your UFC debut or something crazy like that. It is not happening. Not happening. Or you have people go, Oh yeah, I wanna fight Mayweather. It's just like again, it is not happening. Right? And it I feel it makes you look foolish, but even putting the question out when you know when you know what the result is Right, it, it, it's not one of these situations where it's just like Huh, that's never been uh, It's never been toyed with before Interesting, that could be a fit No We know what the answer is So anyone keep on flapping their lips about it You're kind of dumb you're kind of done yo. And it's not even making you Like you know Sometimes when fights fall through And you have people go "Hey, right, I'll take the fight I'll take the fight Kind of and you think Hey that's pretty good That's pretty You know that's ballsy That that person would step up When in all honesty That would like those fight. The fight would never get made Right The fight wouldn't get made But you know, sometimes in those instances, hey, yeah, the fighter, look. you know, he comes out looking good because he made the offer. But this isn't that. <laughs> this is a situation where, yeah, there's no upside to saying this crazy shit. And there's no upside for websites to keep trying to push the narrative. Because you're not changing anything. Anyone's views on this So Can we please stop With the bullshit Right can we please And Also there is one other thing that You came up Kind of about all of this So when Bader Lost right When he lost the light heavyweight belt It then Turns out that He hadn't cut Hadn't cut down to lightweight in 3 years That is Baffling to me Right That is the weirdest fucking thing How can you have A champion But not have them You know put their belt up In that That long a time that, that, That's just That's weird Right, it, it's, it's just How is it that no one has made a big deal out of that? You know, it, it, it's just like There's been plenty of times when Like a UFC fighter is out for a period of time And everyone's just like, oh, there should be an interim belt There should be this, there should be that But I there, there was no chatter as far as I could see About Bader not defending the light heavyweight belt. Right? I, I, I saw nothing about that. And it just seems a weird a weird situation. You know. Like you haven't defended the belt in that long. Like what the fuck is going on there? That's just some weird ass shit. So which does again, it brings up, you know, just concerns about this MMA journalism and the way that they're just handling coverage. Because if you're not talking about that, what the fuck are you doing, people? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Like, that should be a big story. You know, it should be a big story that... Yo, this dude hasn't defended the belt in that long a time. But, I mean, it's kind of done now. You know what I mean? Because now he can just concentrate on that heavyweight title. Which, yeah. You know, makes sense. Makes more sense. And especially the fact that he's been up at that weight for, um, you know, most of this time. Of the last few years, but yeah it's very baffling people very baffling okay so we we talked about this last episode, but i I saw this interview between Anthony Romero and I think it's Mike heck right um and they're talking about You know, Romero not getting a uh, contract, right? Not getting a contract on Dana White's contender series. And it was just the weirdest thing. It was was the weirdest thing to me. Because the way, like, the narrative was that Romero, you know, he should have got a contract and it's just... Uh, it's out of order that he didn't get a contract, and I'm kind of like, what are you talking about, people? Like, really, what are you talking about? I, there's, if I'm, you know, correct, right? Romero is, I think he's eight and zero now, right? With that win, that makes him eight and zero that's you know, that's not like he's he's a crazy amount of um you know he like fights deep in his career right so like <laughs> you, come on people let let us not get uh you know ridiculous here like what the fuck are you talking about He's 8 and 0 Now, if you look at some fighters Like Daniel Pineda Who just recently came back to the UFC After, what, I think he was out for 9 years You know, since his first run And he'd been, you know, winning Right, so someone like that You could go, oh man how, how is it that Pineda hasn't been able to get back in? Like, he's just been winning. That seems crazy. Like, that is a situation where you go, come on, man. Pineda deserves a contract, right? But an 8-0 fighter? No. <laughs> you know, like, look at a lot of people. They didn't make their debuts until they were maybe, I don't know, 15 fights in, something like that, that's what it was back in the day, so if you've only had a few fights, if you've had under 10 fights, let's not get silly here, let's not start talking that, oh, you should be in the, no, 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 look, if you do make it, that's great, right, that's awesome, Well done, but it's not a given that you should go there, because you haven't really, and let's be honest, right, you haven't really paid your dues, now, I'm not saying you're not going in there fighting on the reg, you know, getting your face punched, because you are, and you know what? A lot of people wouldn't do that shit, right? So, every time you, you know, you lace up and you get in there Hey, hats off to you, motherfucker Because that takes balls I ain't even denying that But what I'm saying is There's people that have done more Right? There's a lot of people that have done more That have fought higher competition And aren't in the UFC so, you can't be sitting there throwing your, um, you know, your, your, is it your, hmm, what's the expression? The pram out with the bathwater? Something like that, right? You can't be doing that. Because it, it's, it comes off as ridiculous. It really does. Because there's no givens. Like, if no one gets a contract, even though everyone wins by knockout, that's just the way it is that week. You know what I mean? You just deal with it. And this is the crazy thing about the interview, right? Because, you know, Romero, he's saying as well, hey, I believe I'm I'm good, and, you know, regardless of this, I feel that I will get there. Now that's just the attitude to have So I'm cool with that But it's just cut the rest of this shit The is look How many people Didn't get a contract And then got in Right I mean look We, we, we talked about Jigga right? He lost right? Went back to gladiator fights Won two Got in that's what happens, right? I think Romero himself mentioned Dan Eag. Yeah, he you know, he fought, didn't get in, and he got in. Right? So that's that's how it goes a lot of the time. And especially right now. Like listen to what Dana said about um oh god, silver. It was something silver, right? Who fought um Ugh, you know what? I, I like why am I even trying? <laughs> it's like there's no way I can fucking remember. I'm Melina. That's it, Melina. You know what I mean? Like Dana was like, listen, he fought his ass off. So if we have a dropout and things like that, yeah, that's the type of guy we're gonna call up. So that's it. So Romero should just be like, yo, concentrate on on the skills, man. Concentrate on the skills, because Yuri, look, look at all the dropouts that have happened just of late. If that happens, your ass could get called up. So yeah, just be content with that. But the like one thing that you know they talked about in the interview, and and the thing was it wasn't just. You didn't finish the fight. That wasn't the thing, right? That, that's not what Dana was saying. Like people just seem to hear what they want to hear. It wasn't just oh you didn't win. You didn't knock him out. So you you that's why you're not no. It's the fact that you know what I mean Breeden was clearly compromised. clearly compromised, but you stopped with the leg kicks. You stopped. With the leg kicks So I don't know what you and Mike Heck are talking about When it's just like oh well yeah You know oh, I didn't see a problem Because you stop with the leg kicks Now towards the very end of the fight I think it was like the 10 second clapper Or just before You hit a couple of leg kicks And Breeden went down but it was like there wasn't any time left. So if you had done that earlier, you would have stopped the fight. And see, that's what he's saying. That there was a there was a point in the fight where there was this clear path to victory, and you didn't go for it. Right, and it's not saying you had to charge in. You have to be reckless. No, but. If you're kicking the legs, but he manages to survive, boom. Yeah, he managed to survive, but you still, you'd gone after the legs, right? You kept that up, right? And it was just his guts that kept him in there. And we've seen people do that, right? When um O'Malley fought, Sucker a mouth, you know what I mean? Like, he had no legs, but managed to win that fight, right? You see... Uriah Faber's legs in the Jose Aldo fight. You know, what I mean? like we've seen crazy situations where people managed to get through. That's because they gutted it out, right? But the other person, as the other fighter, you you're you're meant to be showing that killer instinct and right, listen. If this happened in the UFC, it's fine, right? You're not getting cut or anything. But it's the contender series So, you know, they're calling up people that, you know, have that killer instinct There's, If you're just giving contracts to everyone that just fights well Like, everyone's getting a contract, essentially But you have to look at it like, okay, who are the people that are like, I will do anything to get that victory you know, I'm if I see weakness, I am taking advantage of that. And that was a thing you you didn't. You didn't. right. And remember last week when um, those two brothers got through, and at the end of the second round, right? round hadn't quite finished. There was three seconds left, but the the brother and the other dude stopped fighting. And Dana was like, what the fuck was that? Right? And it was just the fact that he finished the fight in the next round that, you know, he got a pass. So you know, <laughs> you know what they're looking for. You know the situation. So let's stop with this weird narrative that, yo, you're deserving and you should have. Because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But, you know let's let's stop fronting like that because it is real fucking ridiculous. Okay, people, so on Sunday, we are getting a submission underground 17. Man, I've gotta say, right? this is the the thing that has really helped with you know lockdown and just getting through UFC. And Chael submission underground, which hey that happened. I think there was a couple events before the UFC were able to get going again. Um, So yeah, mad props to Chael and his, uh, you know, grain silo somewhere in Portland. (laughs) But um, yes. Now the big talk about this event, it has to be. Ah, gosh. Cray Jones against Mason Fowler, the trilogy fight, right? So they fought originally in the uh, was it the ACDCs, ACCs, uh, uh, the the big event, right? They fought there. Jones won, but supposedly you know some of Fowler's points weren't given. So because of this you know fowler was you know given a um a slot in the tournament to find you know a comp- someone to challenge jones he won that so he walked away with i think it was 10 g's right and also a fight with jones they fought and hey it was close right it was close i think i f- believe jones was doing better with escape time and all of that. Right? I believe that was the case in overtime. But uh man, there was a an exchange and like some sound came out of Jones. Right? And the, supposedly the rules are if you you only know I mean, say anything when you're in a I think like a head crank kind of thing. Then that's classed as a a verbal tap I, It wasn't a, I tap, you know, anything like that It was just a weird little noise But yeah, fight got stopped So, because of that, Fowler, mad props to Fowler He's just like, you know what, nah, not like that So we're getting this trilogy fight It's all on the line, people all on the motherfucking line, but that's not just the fight that I'm looking forward to. Oh, there's some tasty ass shit going down, so um, yeah, let's um, let's take a look, right? Let's do that, let's um, let's break this shit down. So, the first fight on the card, I believe, is Canela Kauni um against Justin Rennick, Okay, so that's going to be taking place. And uh, when we look at things so um Canella, he's you know, he won his last fight, right, which was um against Josh Bro Bowling um last time out. Yeah, and, and I think he he put on a good fight, if I remember correctly. I think he's in a Hawaiian dude, this one, um Canelo. Um, yeah, he he got an, a a neck crank in overtime. You know, so hey, you know what I mean? He, he's he, hey, he hasn't. He's only lost once, in um, you know, the last year. Right, and that was against Carl Chambers, um, in Combat Jiu Jitsu Worlds in November last year. So, you know, what I mean, he he's hey, he's done a lot. Done a lot, fought some tough people, Tom Galecchio, Jason Butcher, Zach Costa, you know, so yeah, Bowling. You know, he's fought some tough ass people, so yeah. This is going to be interesting Now His opponent Justin Rennick Um Hmm The only thing I'm seeing on Rennick Is a loss to Jesse Taylor At the same combat worlds Right Um Yeah It's a tricky one Because I, I swear I have seen Rennick fight before Um but, you know what, because yeah, I don't really have any other records to go by, I'm going to say Kanaa gets this one. You know what, yeah. So, next up, we've got Phil- Philip Schwartz against Frank Rosenfall. Um, so, you know, Schwartz ah, has had a tough time of late. You know he he's had a, a good few losses, um, but you know what um, I think Swartz does he's been fighting some other stuff as well, you know there's some boxing, um, I think some MMA, you know yeah so he mixes it up, but yeah he's had a tough time, yeah you know, there's a good few losses up in the mix. Uh, he's fought some tough people You know, he's fought some tough people So Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a tricky one When you're uh, You know what I mean, when you're up there All you're going to be fighting is savages uh, Rosenfall, on the other hand You know, we've seen him fight a good number of times um, I mean, he's had a tough time you know, but again, he's fought, yeah, he's fought some tough dudes. Like, he, yeah, we last, well, the last time I saw him was Jiu Jitsu overtime um, in his fight against Spencer Mumi. Um, That was decent, man, actually. Um, I f- hmm. So his last submission underground was 10, um, where he lost to Jordan Holly. I could have sworn that he's fought in this since though. And I, I swear he fought in uh combat jujitsu. But hmm, it's not showing. But yeah, th- I mean this is a tough fight. I feel I'm gonna go with Rosenfall though. You know? I think he's going to uh, take this one. Um so then we've got Sid Scrub against Pierre Oliver Leclerc. Um I'm not sure if I've seen either of these fight. You know, so um yeah scrub is he's coming off a a win. Now it's showing he's um submission underground ten which actually was last year, so <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. When you think about you know the way it is, yeah, you know that's right. Um, and that was against Alexander Lani, which is a good one. You know, quick, quick win as well. Twenty eight seconds into um the fight, um, yeah, he fought a couple of times to a draw. And had a win over uh, Michael Correa as well. So his opponent, um, yeah, Luria. Um, yeah, he's you know, he's fought some tough dudes. He's um, you know, lost his last three fights, which you know is always it's a tough one coming in against a tough opponent. So, I feel I'm going to give that one to Scrub, You know what I mean? Um, Coming in with the momentum and all of that. We then go with PJ Birch against Ethan Krenlinson. Oh, my gosh. This is a... Oh, man. This is a tasty-ass fight. God damn it. Oh, man. This... This one, man, gosh, this is a good fight. So um, Birch, he's coming a loss, uh, coming off a loss to Oliver Taser. Um, that was at BJJ Fanatics. He beat Marcin Held in at Polaris Twelve. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I I remember seeing that fight. That was a good fight. That was a good fight, man Um, Yeah, Birch is tough, man Birch is tough You know, have good fights in Quintet And all of that Oh, gosh But Krenlinson Oh, my days Krenlinson has just been He's been on a tear He has been on a tear like, you know, we saw him do his thing at um, Jiu Jitsu Overtime, right? He wrecked shop at Jiu Jitsu Overtime. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, went through everyone. Had that, you know, great fight against uh, Keith Kurekian in the final. Um. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, this is tough This is tough Because, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm 10th planet all day But I'm kind of I kind of feel Krenlinson is probably I feel he might have this one You know? He might have this one and um yeah it's kind of interesting because they were meant to match up in February but that fight got cancelled so oh man yeah it's fun that this actually happens I'm going to say Krenlinson gets the win but to be honest this is a give em. this fight could go either way you know I would not be surprised if Birch you know p- pulls it out because you know what I mean PJ fucking Birch people uh, so then we go with Jesse Taylor Against Roberto Jimenez um, And we've seen Taylor do his thing You know, Taylor is Taylor is tough, right? Taylor is tough, he's got good jiu-jitsu You know, he, um yeah Killed it at Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds You know, in November So, um yeah, we saw that you know, he beat Jason Rennick, Matt Secor. Um, but came up short against Dan Martinez. You know? Uh so he's coming off, yeah, those lost the Dan Martinez and Herman Teredo, um, which was in February. I mean that was a split decision, but yeah. You know, like Taylor is tough So, uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting Now Jimenez God damn it We saw Jimenez Really just Man Jimenez was wrecking shop At, um, you know Submission Underground 15 In the tournament And he, you know it, it was a close fight against Mason Fowler, right? And I kind of feel the thing with that fight against Fowler was just a bigger guy, right? Fowler was a bigger guy. There was clearly a size difference, which made it tough. You know, but um, yeah, man, I've got a um, yeah, a lot of time for Jimenez because. He's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is a problem. He's coming off three wins. Because um, he fought at third coast grappling um, last week. A couple weeks ago. So, yeah. He, he did his thing there. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... um, I'm going to say that Jimenez takes this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel... Uh, he gets the win over Taylor So then we go with uh, Richie Martinez um, Actually, actually, actually He isn't fighting um, Now it says uh, uh, against um, um, Brett Primus But I feel that Primus pulled out of that fight Hmm, let me just have a little check You know what, I'm right, he's not Primus pulled out, Ben Eag is taking his place Man, I, yeah, I thought I was going crazy But people, I'm not Well, kind of, but, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll skirt that one now, this is going to be a fun frigging fight. Because yo, I am always down when um Boogie is in town doing his thing. Richie Martinez is just a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's a badass motherfucker. Um with s- crazy skills. Hey, Eek. Eek's tough, man. He's coming off a loss. But that was in MMA Right, that was in MMA Uh, Now grappling wise Yeah he's golden You know He fought at um, submission underground 16 uh, Which was in July And he got the win over Mitch Breakfield Uh, So that was in overtime Got a rear naked um submission underground 12 he got the win over Jake Ellenberger. You know what I mean like yeah, Eag is no joke. But but he's fighting Martinez. You know what I mean? he's fighting Martinez. Um and yeah Martinez is just he's a bad man. he got the win over uh you know Kevin Casey in um in July. that was a good win. oh man like that that tight armbar as well like just it wasn't even the extension. it was just the tw- ah it's the Turk. Man, that was a great, a great armbar. Um and yeah, like you know, Boogie's been in there with everyone. With everyone just doing the thing, you know, so yeah, I'm you know, I can't <laughs> I can't bet against Boogie, man. That would just be sacrilege, you feel I me? Mean? Uh so yeah, I'm I'm saying that um, you know. Boogie gets the win, right? Uh so then we go to the co-main event. We have got Amanda Lewin against Gillian Robertson. So um yeah, Lewin. She is tough. We saw um we saw her beat Jessica Eye at the last. Oh, not the last. Submission Underground 15. She then beat Erin Hurley. At um, submission underground 16 Hurley was actually a replacement for Robertson Who had to pull out Because Dean Thomas tested positive for COVID Right So, I like, Robinson wasn't But it was just, you know, be cautious Because, you know, Dean is her, uh, you know, her coach Right so, yeah, makes sense to avoid um, But, yeah, Lewinson has just been on a tear of late You know, just beating everyone But, again, man, she's fighting the Savage And, hey, Savage, you know what I mean? I can't bet against the Savage Because, yeah, she's she's a killer So I'm gonna go with uh, Robson here Right? Hey, and, you know, she got a, um, a rear naked choke over Courtney Casey in her last fight. So, people, remember, Savage has got skills on the mat, right? So, um, yeah, Savage all day. I'm Team Savage, people. What can I say, right? Um, and then we get to the main event. We get to the main event, Fowler or Jones You know which, which way do you lie people Which way do you lie You know what I mean this is whew, This is a tough one This is a tough one Yo both are legit Both are legit I am going to say foul. I'm going to say Jones right Because in the overtime as I said Jones looked like he It looked like he was Edging it out there You know Like now I think we still had An inning to go So who knows Right who knows what would have Happened but in what I was Seeing up to that point I think Jones Had just got the edge Right Close as hell but, yeah, I, I, you know, you have to go with what you see, and that was it, you know, so, hey, I feel it's going to be another uh, close fight, if, w- you know, if Fowler gets it, Fowler gets it, you know what I mean, but, yeah, I'm going to say Jones, and, you know, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be, you know, a blowout, anything like that, I think it's going to be dead close again. Dead close again But this time people This is for all the marbles You know There's not going to be a, a, a Another rubber match After this one So whoever gets it That's it Now look They might fight down the line again But for now Yo this is for the This is for the top dog Cat in the spot Top Dog Cat Doesn't quite make sense but I feel it does I feel it does And that's where I stand people For the Top Dog Cat Alright So um, yeah Let's see how it goes But those are my picks I'm gonna I'll put them out the morning of Right So um, you know They'll be there um, On the screen for you people But yeah Otherwise, come back and you can give this a listen again. But that's it, people. That's where we stand. All right? Great stuff. Okay, so with UFC on ESPN Plus 33, a.k.a. Fight Night Smith v. Rackage, man, that's taking place tomorrow. So we just had the weigh-ins and, hey, <laughs> it's not a weighing without some crazy, right? Now, the main event, they made weight. Smith came in at 205. Rakic came in at 205.5. So that's all good. Co-mains, again, are all gravy there. Magni and Lola both weighed in at 171 pounds. So, everything is cool. We run into problems, though, when we get to Alex Cazares' fight. Now, poor old Alex, man. He's (laughs) on his third opponent. You know, uh, he was originally meant to be fighting Jigga Kadaisy. He pulled out. And then he was going to be fighting Kevin Chrome. He pulled out both for the same reason. They both tested positive for COVID. You know, um, I kind of feel it both. It happened in the same way as well. They both seemed to feel fine. Joe you know? seemed like yeah, no, nothing was wrong. But when they tested, yeah, it, it was um, a positive one, which sucks. You know, definitely sucks for them both. But in its in their place, this gave the opportunity for um Austin Springer. You know, so he got the call up. Which, hey, you know what I mean? It's always the always a great thing, right? That's the thing a lot of people be working for. You know, that call up to the big time, to the UFC. You know, that's all gravy, man. Um, So, yes, Springer, he's been, uh, you know, doing his thing. He did actually, um, he did actually fight on, um, hmm, I think he fought on the Contender Series. You know, I think he did. Um, Hmm... Let me just double check this. Yeah, he did fight on the co- see what through he is, because when he fought on the contender series, he beat Jigga Kadaisy. <laughs> that was a crazy thing. He beat Jigga Kadaisy. But um yeah, he didn't get a call, he didn't get a contract, unfortunately for him. So, it's kind of funny that, you know what I mean? He he misses out, but he then gets to replace him in the UFC. So, he gets that thing that, you know, he wanted and he tried for in 2018. But, um yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. Well, I mean, he's still in the UFC, but he, whew, he came in at 151 pounds, 151 pounds, that is not good, right, so, you know, the featherweight, um you know, it's 145, Right, it's a hundred forty-five pounds with a pound allowance being hundred forty-six, so he's five pounds over that. So yeah, it, it it it's it's not great. It's not it's not great at all. Now, yeah, I wonder because you know his last fight was um October. Right, it was October last year. And, I I don't know, because, you know, he fought on the Contender Series. So, that was June 2018. He then didn't fight until October 2019. So, yeah, it seems like there's, you know, he's been suffering from inactivity. You know, he's definitely been suffering from that. If you see, he's usually only ever really fighting twice a year, you know, at the most. Which, you know, for someone, like, young and trying to break in, that's not, you know, you'd probably hope for more. Um. Yeah, and I feel, you know... Being inactive since October It's like What's he been doing Um, Obviously He (laughs) He was not Not really hitting it hard in the gym Which is kind of It is a crazy thing right now Because you would think That everyone outside the UFC Everyone outside the UFC With a winning record You know what I mean A winning record fighting in good organizations they, they are you know in in training right they're, they're getting ready you know so if a, if someone drops out you know they're they're there you know their manager can call up and go yo oh uh, you've lost someone at this weight class we've got a guy you know he's this is his record here's a tape check him out boom, call him up, right, that's what you would think, but, yes, yeah, Springer, whoo, I mean, ugh, it's, it's insane, man, it is insane, now, Cazares took the fight, so it's going to be a catch weight, uh, and Springer will lose 30% of his purse, but, it, yeah, it's a weird one, right, because he is, he's Yo, come fight night. He's probably coming in as a lightweight. Yeah, he's probably coming in as a lightweight, if not heavier than one hundred and fifty five. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, and, and it does make it tricky because he could, you know, depending on what he, you know his skill set is, right. Now, he's got a few submissions, you know, he's got a a, a few TKOs as well, but, you know, either, either of those, that's problematic, you know, because if you're heavier, then, yeah, you, potentially you're hitting harder, you know, submission-wise, you're going to be heavier on top, so, yeah, these things are, are definitely problematic. For Kazaris. you know, so if Springer, if he, you know, Kazaris could lose because of that, and that would just be, yeah, that's kind of shit. That's kind of shit. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this one goes. You know, Kazeros is a skillful motherfucker. Um, you know, so a hey, on, on a skill set wise. Yeah, he should be great, but, you know, other factors play into these things, right? So, yeah, that was that. The other person who missed weight, unfortunately, was Hannah Cipher. So, she's fighting Mallory Martin. Martin came in at 115 and a half. And um, Cypher, she came in at 117 and a half So she was given the opportunity to try and shift that one and a half pounds Which would make her 116, which is fine Unfortunately, she could only knock to half So she weighed in on the second attempt at 117 So she's going to be... Um, you know, giving up twenty percent of her purse. Now it's not as egregious, you know, it's not as um like impactful in the fight. But right, when you look at her um you know, her record, she you know, she's coming off losses, man. You know what I mean? She's had a bit of a uh bit of a tough time of late you know so she needs to win so if Martin were to beat her and then the you know you know the, the missing weight you know that could be it that could be it for Cypher um which would be a shame you know she is a, a, a decent fighter you know, but yes, you just come into difficulty with submissions. Um so yeah, that puts an extra emphasis on that fight. You know what I mean? Uh now everyone else did make weight, right? So all the other fights are fine. Uh it was just those two. You know, those two. There's the a problem. But you know I guess we will see How it all goes down on Saturday night You know We will see what happens I, You know I should point out that Billy Alago Who was also a, a, You know a short notice Opponent for Ricardo Lamas He came in He came in on weight He, he weighed 146 So yeah You know Hey, you know, a short notice fighter. If if they've been training, if they've been doing what they need to be doing, they'll make weight. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know, but uh, I am definitely excited to see this card, man. There's some intriguing fights, intriguing fights indeed. So uh, yeah, it's all about Saturday night, people. All about Saturday night. Alright, so um, You know, as we do The, um, the picks will go out Tomorrow um, So yeah, let's see If we can um, Hey, let's see if we can clean sweep this one Right <laughs> Alright Okay people So we've reached that time again So let's take a look At what's going down Um With fights before we bounce. All right, so on the 19th of September, Derek Minna is gonna be fighting T.J. Lamari, who um yeah, remember people, we saw Lamari on I want to say week two of the Contender Series. I think that's right. Um, Then let's jump to the 3rd of October. Where we're going to see Tom Breeze Fight Roman Kopolov. So that should be fun Also on the third uh, We've got a Rearranged fight So Casey Kenny Is fighting Atalan Heli They were meant to be fighting on the 19th But yeah Now that's going to be taking place On the third um, And this one whoo, this is also happening on the third. We got geraine Durandamy against Juliana Penner. Um, I feel we haven't seen Penner in a bit, and actually, I, I, we haven't really seen Durandamy. I think I don't know. I feel she did fight this year, but I don't know. It seems like it's been a while, right? Um, so then we jump a couple of weeks to the 17th of October, and we're gonna have Claudio Silva against Muslim Sakharov. So um, ooh, that's gonna be a little tasty. And um, Macy Sh- Shizon is unable to um, fight Sigara Eubanks. Um, so Carl Rosa is gonna be taking her place. Actually, that's next week. <laughs> yes, that fight is actually next week, but um, yeah, that's what's going down, people. So, um, you know what I mean, hey, it's all about Saturday, and then also, hey, remember, we got Submission Underground. On Sunday, and if you're a wrestling fan, Chael's gonna be launching Wrestling Underground. I'm you know, I'm gonna actually see if I can um, take a look at that because I am intrigued, but uh, yeah, gonna have to see um, how it all fits in because it's gonna be late in the UK, but uh, hey, people, um, until Monday. You know what I mean? We'll be recapping everything then So um, yeah we'll speak then people Alright Peace And give me the loot What